have a little explanation <laughs> for you. So we recorded episode 12 on Tuesday night. Yes, it was pouring rain and we... Aditi was yeah, sick. I was sick, but we still made it. We still sat there and we we're like, we're going to do this because we know you guys are waiting to hear what we have to say. And then Aditi left and my computer crashed. Oh. And I pressed save, but it didn't save and... We decided it was just as well because um, we had some really long interludes about climate change and how I was thinking about not having kids because I didn't <laughs> want to have kids grow up in this horrible hot world. Right, and I went on about how Bush believes in the apocalypse and that's why we're not having any environmental <laughs> protection regulations. So Yeah, we, <clears throat> we were pretty much on a soapbox the entire time. So maybe it's better that it got erased and... We have some excellent, excellent stories yes, for you. Yes, they're brand new. They're hilarious. Oh, we should mention Daniel, Lord of the Lizards first. Oh, right. So Daniel, Lord of the Lizards, is our wonderful, awesome listener yeah. scientist in Australia. However, it's been kind of difficult to organize a time with Daniel to speak with him because he's like... In oh, Australia? What time is it? It's like 2 o'clock here, so it's like 8 o'clock there tomorrow. Right, so it's and hard. Daniel is the Lord of the Lizards, so he's busy. <laughs> um, but we're determined. We're going to get him on this show. Daniel, it's going to happen because we're your biggest fans. Yeah, we're dying to hear about what you do and how you tame these wild beasts. In the bushland! <laughs> yes. And we're, yeah, we're looking forward to hearing your best, uh, what is it? Steve, Steve Irwin. Irwin. Yeah. Or who's the, oh, Crocodile yeah, Dundee. Yeah, Crocodile Dundee. Oh, that'd be nice. And all of our listeners are excited too because Australians are just... They're great. You're like royalty in America. Totally. Yeah. Because yeah, we like you and you're not snooty like the British. <laughs> and you could be and it would be okay because you have the accent. Exactly. And most of you, never mind. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Yay. So yeah, so we'll have that soon and we'll keep you updated and let you know when it's going to be. Oh, and I should also mention, um, yay, Aditi's back because last yay. week it was just me and uh, so thanks for listening if you listened. <laughs> and I, I wrote that letter, right, from wherever oh, I was. Oh, yes, the letter from Elixir, Canada, in which you and Lindsay Lohan were applying for a genius grant. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Think, uh, <laughs> I think Lindsay has a little bit to figure out still, but we're working <laughs> on it. <laughs> so, yeah, you were writing a genius grant about um, electric dog fences. Nice, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. So yeah. that was fabulous. And I talked about my personal assistant, Jean-Paul, who was making Ooh. me a chocolate cheesecake while I was doing the podcast. Oh, nice. Jean-Paul is great like that. I don't really have a personal <laughs> assistant. I don't want to isolate myself from the listening community by making it and seem I, like I have a personal assistant when I don't. <laughs> and I don't know Lindsay Lohan, so... But I was Tragic. on spring break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now anyway. we're back. We've got some really great stories for you today. This was a good couple of news days. Definitely. We have some really funny, entertaining, good stories from, well, pretty much any field that you can think of <laughs> right now. I think we've got something that covers it. So, yeah. yeah should we get started? Sure. Go for it. Take okay. it away, right. Dr. Rizbond. All right. So I'll start with this one from the BBC News that came out where uh, researchers in Pakistan have found Stone Age people who actually visited the dentist apparently and so they found these teeth that were from 9,000 years ago and they figured out that these, I think it was a Neolithic graveyard that had um, people's teeth in it that showed clear signs of drilling and they used a, a flint drill. Oh my gosh. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
imagining. But yeah, they found 11 drilled crowns with one example showing evidence of a complex procedure involving tooth enamel removal. So they're really, you know, getting getting into wow. it. Wow, and yeah. no Novocaine? And no, no Novocaine. And then, and then they said that, I don't know how quite they figured this out, but they were able to show that it was um, that the teeth surfaces had still been used. Like, people continued to chew after they oh, got Oh, so it wasn't like they killed the person they were operating <laughs> on and then like, that was Wee. it. So it actually worked. So it actually worked. And, but I wonder um, what they filled it with. Like, yeah. you drill it, what do you fill it what with? What do you fill Dirt? it with? I don't... At that time, yeah, I don't know what they Grass. would have them. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a group of French researchers who figured this out. And they said that actually they think that it might have been bead craftsmen, so like jewelers, mm -hmm. because they were, they also found um, bones, shell, and turquoise nearby. So, I wonder if. They so, were those able people to somehow... would have been used to doing such precise work. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, that's kind of a good, you know, double career to have. Jewelry yeah. maker and dentist. So, yeah, so that was pretty interesting because we always think Stone Age people are just sort of, you know, I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> like totally dumb. Like totally no. dumb and just running around <laughs> hitting things. <laughs> they actually had dentists and stuff. And dressed like Fred Flintstone. <laughs> bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I thought that was pretty cool. And I don't know, this sounds like fun research to do too because they're also looking, I guess they're, also just looking at what kind of agriculture they had there and they found barley wheat and cotton and then also yeah like turquoise and bone and shells and I wonder who gets to actually come up with the theory of what they think because like you know I mean if I found bone shell and turquoise I wouldn't necessarily think right away like these people were jewelry makers yeah. <laughs> so I'd just be like hmm, bones cool. sometimes I think they make up I mean they come up with a plausible hypothesis that sounds kind of crazy because they know right. they'll get a response Ah. And they know that they'll be referenced in future papers, like Jones et al. say that, you know, yeah. these people were jewelry makers, well, we disagree. Right. So if you give them a really, like, kind of controversial, outrageous, outrageous yeah, idea, then everybody will reference you, and that's important. Smart. Yeah. That's what I heard from my old advisor. That makes sense. He told me to do that with my senior thesis. Yeah. He's like, make up something good, I'll help you. Oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, it was consistent with the data, but it was kind of... Crazy. But you're still speculating to some extent, yeah. 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 I think science is like that in general. But yeah, I thought that was kind of cool that they just kind of made a leap. <laughs> like, <laughs> turquoise, they must be making jewelry. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I thought that was a fun one. But do you want to okay. pick the next hmm, one? I'm trying to think of a good transition here, but uh -oh. yeah. I can't. Let's go with the... Um, Let's go with the fossil fish. Okay, yeah. Okay, so I teach paleontology online, and one of the biggest... Well, one of the big controversies in paleontology, or maybe it's not a controversy, but it's an issue, like the um, transition from fish to land animals, like mm -hmm. four-legged animals. Yeah. So the theory has been that there was this fish called a lobe fin fish. There's a little bit of controversy around that. Oh. The fins actually evolved into legs and then little fish up oh. on land. So before now, they found fish that look like they could have moved onto land, but now they find that there's <clears throat> something that looks more like an amphibian that has, like, characteristics that the fish had. So it's kind of a fossil that bridges the gap. Okay, nice. And he's called Tiktaalik. Tiktaalik. Tiktaalik! Aww. So he had a crocodile-shaped head like an amphibian. Okay. Um, he probably had lungs, mm -hmm. whereas fish just have gills. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
What else does it say? Cool. Now I'm just reading. But it's jaws and snout were really fish-like. Okay, interesting. Oh, and then what did the guy say? Oh, its front fins had bones that correspond to a shoulder, upper arm, elbow, forearm, and primitive version of a wrist. Oh, wow. So that's, yeah. Yeah, and um, here's a creature that has a fin that can do push-ups. Nice. So it's working out. <laughs> this is kind of one of our nerdier articles today, just because yeah. I think it's cool. Because my students were just That's talking really about this. I'll also just send it to them. Definitely. Extra credit. Yeah. Just kidding. If yeah. You're listening, no. <laughs> I just think that's, I mean, that's really neat because it seems like that's the linking, like, transition fossil, right, between fish and... Yeah, that's so exciting because there's, like, you know, four major transitions. We don't have to get into that. I'll stop no, talking no, about No, 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 at least... Well, well there's a transition cool. from fish to amphibians and then amphibians to reptiles. Okay. And then mammals are thought to have descended from reptiles. From reptiles. And then, like, whales and dolphins and ocean-faring mammals... Right. ...descended from those. From those. Great. No, I think that's really neat. Yeah, so. it's really cool. cool. I don't think a lot of people know yeah. that but the thing is i mean the more fossils you have the better so sometimes it's hard you're making a kind of a big leap as to how you get from fish to like a lizard right you know how does it happen <laughs> yeah. so the more fossils you can find the better and i guess right. they found them um north of the arctic circle in canada oh wow so are they canadian researchers or, or u.s oh i don't, I don't know university either. of chicago oh nice okay yeah that would be an exciting find oh wow and you get to go to the north. I know. Ooh, Trent's old advisor, my husband Trent, his old advisor gets to go to Antarctica all the time <gasps> because there's cool. evidence of like fossilized tropical trees. Wow. So Antarctica actually used to be kind of near the equator. Yeah. So that she does so research cool. there. We got like a Christmas card from them and it's her and her husband and they're just standing on an ice cap. <laughs> hey! What's up? Yeah. That's so cool. Nice. All right. Well, Yes, we can either talk about. That's <laughs> so great what we have left. Sorry, I don't mean to okay, be giggly. Okay, the three but... best ones remain, yeah, folks. Don't go so, anywhere. So let's start with. Um, we'll go with well, this one because this is just so funny that. So we just, you know, right before our podcast, I was like, we need another story. Well, actually, you were like, we need another story. Sorry. But we were like, we need another story. I just wanted to see if there was a story yeah. from today. And so we found one that um, apparently there were. Two new rings, one red, one blue, found around Uranus. Ha, ha, ha. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, we just did We both started so laughing silly. hysterically. I, I mean, know. Please. It is really funny. came up funny. with this name? And please know. tell me that they weren't laughing when they thought when of they it. When they came up with it. And then I love it when people are like, Uranus. Uranus. Yeah, right. Yeah, you just don't want to say it the other way. You just don't want to giggle after you say it like I just did. <laughs> So it's exciting because um, the, they hadn't seen, so researchers had found inner rings that were neutral in color, but this is the first time they found um, a red ring, I guess, and then only the second blue ring they found. <laughs> so this is pretty exciting. Wait, isn't there something at the end? Oh, um, each of the known blue rings has a moon embedded within it. <laughs> But only the blue rings do, while the red rings do not. And they think this is because the moon swept up larger pieces of debris. That Ooh, that's reflect, interesting. Yeah, that reflect um, 
So that would be the red red ring, but then if there were dust and tiny items left that reflect more blue red light, then that would be blue rings. the blue ring. So oh. I thought that was pretty cool, and this is a group at Berkeley that just reported this in science, or will report it in science tomorrow, so it's kind of funny. It's also funny, too, because it's on CNN.com, but there's just, like, four sentences about it. <laughs> Probably because the whoever wrote it was laughing too hard to write more. <laughs> so, Uranus. Enough said. Enough said. <laughs> Did you ever see the episode of Friends where Chandler's, like, applying for his a job, and he almost gets it, and then the guy's like, now let's talk about your duties. And <laughs> Chandler's like, <laughs> duties. Oh, no. And I then he ends up that. not getting it because he's like... Because he's giggling. Because he's duties. laughing, and then the boss is like, why are you laughing? And Chandler says, well, I think you know why I'm laughing. And he's like, no, I, I really don't. And he's like, Oh, <laughs> oh no. I haven't seen that but that sounds really funny. It was quite amusing. I can imagine Chandler in his geeky, nerdy way yeah. saying that. Yeah, Chandler. <laughs> Chandler Bing. Chandler Bing. So, all right, so we have a couple more stories. You want to... What should we do last, liquor or Jesus? I was going to say, let's do, let's do liquor last. Okay. <laughs> We're going to talk about Jesus now, everybody. Okay. Okay, so in the New Testament mm -hmm. of the Bible, it says that Jesus walked on water. This is one of Jesus' main miracles. Yay, Jesus. Yay. I have nothing against Jesus, by the way. No, me neither. So, you know, he walked on water. Cool. Yay. Yay, Jesus. So <clears throat> now there's this guy. Where, where is he? Oh, at Florida State University, his na name is Professor Doran Noth. He says that actually Jesus just walked on a chunk of ice. Because mm. it was cooler in that area about 1,500 to 2,600 years ago. Right. So maybe some ice formed on the Sea of Galilee. Oh. And then Jesus was like, cool. yeah, guys, I can walk on water. Check it out. Check it out. Look at this. Nice. <laughs> and this is also mm. the guy that a few years ago explained... Um, the parting of the Red Sea. So this guy is like a Jesusologist. He is a Jesusologist. <laughs> now, I just don't... Um, where's his data? Yeah, and where's his funding coming oh, from? Oh, he used records... Okay, so he, records of the Mediterranean Sea's surface temperatures and statistical models. Oh. Hmm. It's just so strange to be a scientist and to, like, base your research... Right. On. I mean, it's obvious he's not a Christian. No, exactly. Or he's not like, or he's doing not... it because mm. he wants to promote it. Right. But to focus it on Jesus' miracles or Moses's or God, you know. Right. It like seems a little a, odd. Bringing a religious figure into like a scientific finding, that's kind of... Well, he knows he's going to get press. Right, exactly. And <laughs> he said, they asked me if I'm going to try next to explain the resurrection. <laughs> Yeah, he says he gets a bunch of hate mail now, and... I imagine well, he does. I imagine he would, yeah. Because, I mean, like... the whole reason Jesus is special is because he did miracles. Exactly, and if he was just walking across some ice, then that's not so miraculous, <laughs> and that's kind of sad. <laughs> but I love the headline, too, because it sounds like an Onion article. <laughs> I know, I thought it was a joke at first. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's right there, gang, on CNN.com, so check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I feel kind of bad for Jesus. Yeah. Can't do anything to stop this. I know. Kinda... What if it really was a miracle and now this guy's like, no, it wasn't. And Jesus is like, yes, it is, but I don't live here anymore, so. I know. Jesus would get in his time machine and they should fight it out. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> I'm just, I always pictured Jesus as kind of like one of these Santa Cruz hippies. 
Yeah, with like Birkenstocks and actually uh, there are quite a few people around here that look a little bit like Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with like like long flowing hair and I wonder if Jesus had dreads. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. And smoked pot for medical purposes. <laughs> <laughs> and I hung out on Pacific Avenue. <laughs> anyway, before Sorry. we get any hate mail of our speaking own. Of <laughs> yeah, speaking of pot. So another cool Cornell University horticulturist. We haven't talked about any of those so far. Ooh, I think. Horticulture figured out a way when, um, I don't know what he was doing, maybe just hanging out at home on a Friday night, getting loaded, and just decided, just kidding, decided <laughs> to see what happens when he gives his plants some diluted alcohol, and actually what he's finding out is that it helps his house plants. So if you give any of your plants some diluted alcohol, for example, whiskey, vodka, gin, or tequila, <laughs> <laughs> it actually stunts the growth of a plant's leaves and stems, but doesn't affect the blossoms. So... You can use it for dwarfing plants, which is pretty cool. And this guy who, I, I don't think he actually just stumbled upon doing this research, he got an, um, a call from the New York Times last year about this reader who had figured out that when he gave his, um, okay, I don't know what this word is, paper white narcissi. narcissi. I guess it's a type of flower. Narcissi. Narcissi. <laughs> I mean, I know what a narcissist is. Me too. Narcissist. narcissist. It's a kind of flower. It's yeah. also a kind of person who only cares about themselves. That's true. So himself. So maybe it's a flower that only cares about him or herself. <laughs> or itself. Oh, anyway, I'm now it's been driven to drink. <laughs> yeah, now it's starting to drink. So yeah, this reader wrote into the New York Times and said that, you know, they they'd somehow given their plant some gin. <laughs> How'd that happen? <laughs> And they asked if it was some sort of essential oil. <laughs> I say, okay, fine, you know. Juniper oil or something? Yeah, yeah, juniper oil. Sure. So this guy, this guy Miller, what was his first name? William Miller was intrigued by this. And so he decided to just try a whole bunch of different kinds of alcohol on, on a bunch of plants to... Um, and also to compare hard liquor with red wine and white wine and lagers. <laughs> I should have thought of, of this. Beer, I know. <clears throat> and um, and oh, we just sound really foul. Mint schnapps as well. <laughs> just these poor plants are getting all this awful stuff. But so basically, what the the summary of his research was that if you made a, a solution that was between four and six percent alcohol, it worked properly and, and stunted the paper whites these these flowers effectively, but if you use anything more than 10%, then it was toxic to the plant. So, um, yeah, so he's coming up with some business idea now, too, where he could sell a little bottle of alcohol <laughs> with a with a $1 plant bulb and make, like, a hundred, oh you know, make $10 out of it or something. So, that'd be kind of sad. <laughs> I don't know, like, what would it come with one of those little airplane bottles? Yeah, that's what I'm so, picturing. Yeah, in my mind. Like a like, tulip bulb and a yeah, bottle of... A bottle of gin. Grey Goose or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although, really, honestly, if you got that, what would you do with the Grey Goose? Would you give I would it to not it? give it to the tulip. <laughs> Me neither. So I would throw it in the trash because drinking is evil. It is, yeah. And then recycle the bottle. That yes, I would. <laughs> so Miller. <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, so well, Miller. Maybe I just give it to you, and then you could decide what to do with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you would make the right decision. I would. I would give it to one of my plants. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've already killed anyway. So really? <laughs> no, she's got a plant on her um, mantle. 
Yeah. And um, the stems are still green. That's true. That's good. Just, That's I'm, a good sign. Yeah, but the leaves are definitely not green. But anyway. That's okay. Just, hey, yeah, we'll give hang. it a whirl. Uh, yeah, I'll give it. Why don't I try this out? You should. And, and then, then I'll report back. I will do awesome. that. Awesome. Okay. And, you know, listeners, if you want to give your plants some alcohol and tell us how that goes, you right. can just do that. Or if you'd like know. to send us some alcohol, <laughs> we'll right. try it out. Because we can't really afford to get the equipment for this experiment. So right. We don't, they don't know our address. <laughs> no, they don't. You could send us a gift certificate. Yeah. Through email. Over email. Okay, I'm just kidding. All right. Anyway. <laughs> but I will try it out. I am curious to see what will happen. And at this point, this plant's almost dead anyway. Well, make sure so. you dilute it, though. You yeah. can't just give it, like, No, I want, like, proof. <laughs> like, shop for you? Shop for me. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't do that. Let's do shots. Yeah. <laughs> this plant is great to hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, <laughs> listeners, we're just being silly now. But, they like it. Yeah, they like it. Or so, <laughs> so horticulturist Miller here came up with three different theories for why the alcohol stunts the plant growth. And he thinks it might be because, well, one of the theories is that when you mix alcohol with water, the plant has to use more of its growing energy to extract the water from the solution. So the plant uses that energy to rid itself of the alcohol It's a that it has absorbed, so that's interesting. And then he's also thinking that it might be that growth is caused when plant cells absorb water and expand, so the alcohol could be injuring the plant roots, preventing the roots from absorbing the water as efficiently. So this could lead to stunted growth somehow. Hmm. And haha, he's going to try this out also on other on vegetables like tomatoes and peppers so that <laughs> he can grow his own Bloody Mary, uh-huh. which is a really lame joke, but that's okay. I know what it really is. The hmm. real explanation. What is it? Well, Jesus is getting back at us because oh. now he doesn't have his walking on water thing, so now he's making plants grow with alcohol, and that's Ooh, like a miracle. Ooh, that is a miracle. Give a miracle, take a miracle. That's <laughs> Keep the balance. <laughs> take that. Take that, people. <laughs> Mortals. I wonder if our listeners are going to think that I'm... Like really religious or something. No, I don't think so. I don't think they're gonna think one way or another. They don't care. They're just listening to us and yeah. our cool science stories. So yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Gin. gin. Sorry. I don't drink gin. <laughs> Me neither. That's devil water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the devil water. <laughs> nice. <laughs> cool. So alright, so yeah, we'll we'll get um, our Australian lizard king on here. <laughs> the Australian lizard king. That's I'm awesome sorry, indeed. I don't know what's going on. I hope he's not getting a whole bunch of grief for this from his I colleagues. Know. <laughs> it's like I'm talking to these dumb American <laughs> these girls. American girls are like totally obsessed with me and they keep giving me nicknames. <laughs> we could make him famous. We could. With- Ooh, with our Science Genius Girls yeah. podcast. You never know. This could be, like, where he started, and then once he is really famous, he'll be like, this is where I started. The Science Genius Girls. Yeah. He'll have Maybe. his own Discovery Channel show, and we can guest star. Oh, that's right, and we can write for it and get paid. <laughs> hint, hint, hint. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> cool. Okay, All well, right. let's see. Um, email us. Oh, so if you are doing any kind of research that you want to mm-hmm. tell us about, we want to know. Please do. Trust me, it's not boring. Mm-mm. You know it's not boring, so just email us. It's sciencegeniusgirls at gmail.com. Yeah. 
And are we supposed to give a shout out to the Law School podcast? Because we... the Law School podcast Ooh. is dead. What? It's gone. Oh. Yeah, the guy quit law school. Wow. <laughs> His name is Derek. I think he quit. Oh, so gosh. now we're um, promoting lip gloss and la- uh, and, and laptops. laptops. Oh, okay. And they okay. sound pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. We have to. Yeah, we I think it's yeah. lip gloss and laptops. Laptops. Dot com. Okay. And it's a nice site. They have like a professional web developer. Ooh. I think he's married to one of the... One of the lip gloss and ladies. top girls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to say. How do you do I it? I know. It's a tongue twister. All right. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Yeah, we'll be back next week <laughs> with, with some more new stories stuff. about Jesus. Cool. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. Bye.